0: often do we get to look at, really look at, what we have built. In this current age of COVID, an age which has felt like years, when it has radically changed our entire way of being, in just a few weeks, we have the opportunity to do just that. Of course, this time calls us to look at the societies and communities we have built. We are reminded now more than ever of the ways in which all of us are connected to one another. And it gives us a chance to reflect on the lives we have built, what and who really matters when the world has gone upside down. But I also mean that this forced time of social distancing, of staying inside, means we literally have the chance to look at the physical space we have built for ourselves. In only one week of working full-time from home, I have learned the exact correct angle to move the chair on my front porch in order to maximize my sit-in-the-sun breaks. The importance of making my bed every morning, even if I'm not really leaving the house. And the best wall of my living room to use as a backdrop for all those Zoom calls. And so much more. I have never spent this much time inside my own space and it makes me all the more aware of what home means, what shelter means, the ways that physical surroundings affect our mental and emotional well-being. And I've also learned, most important of all, that in a time like the present, the old barriers of what is inside and what is outside are changing. The physical boundaries we are honoring right now, the ones we thought would always exist, the walls of houses, dividing lines of streets, borders, oceans, they exist, but in a different way. I have watched neighborhoods in Italy sing from their balconies. I have streamed congregants and preschoolers and colleagues and friends into my living room. I have seen pictures of neighbors pulling their comfiest chairs out onto their lawns and into their driveways, having conversations from that requisite six feet apart. We are at once completely bound by our physical space, and radically unbound by our physical space. What a week, then, to be reading the final portions of the book of Exodus via Kel Pekude. It is in these chapters that we see the Israelites gathered together as one community, building. They are building the Mishkan, the tabernacle in which God will dwell, and all of the ritual objects that will be used in God's service. Led by the divinely inspired Betzalel and Aholiyav, the whole community spends all their time focused on the minute details of physical space. I will admit that when reading this portion, your eyes can start to glaze over a little bit cubits and gold links and threads and wooden poles, each one meticulously named and counted. I glazed over a little bit myself. It's been quite a week. But then I stopped. There at the center of our double portion, at the center of the plans for the tabernacle, in the center of the holy space, is a description of how Bezalel makes the Ark of the Covenant, which will hold the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Tablets, as we know from Rabbi Linder's teaching last week, that will share space with the broken originals. The Ark of the Covenant, house of whole and broken things. Bezalel builds the Ark of Acacia Wood, and then we read, pehu zahav tahor mibayt u'michutz. He overlaid it with pure gold, mibayt u'michutz, from inside to outside. It's a strange phrase, and it caught my attention. And it turns out there's only one other place in the entire Torah where this phrase, mibayt u'michutz, a space's inside and outside occurs. It appears here in the building of the most holy and beautiful of vessels. And it appears in Genesis chapter six to describe how Noah builds another ark. This one, the ark that will carry his family to safety while the world is destroyed. It too is built of wood and covered inside and out, this time with pitch, with tar, a way to seal the family in, to keep them safe from the storm raging outside. I draw great strength from this biblical connection here in this time of global pandemic. The Torah somehow seems to capture the exact way that I have been feeling this week. At any moment, I feel we are building like Noah, covering our homes inside and out with pitch. The world has felt dark and stormy, like things are being destroyed and all we want is to find shelter for ourselves and those we love, to seal ourselves in and seal the bad things out. And yet I've also felt that we are finding a renewed capacity to build like Bezalel, covering our homes, inside and out, with pure gold. Despite our fear and uncertainty, we are still finding ways to bring beauty into this changed world, to make it shine, to make it worthy of a space in which God might dwell. We are also coming to realize, not just as a community but as a nation, as the entire human race, that for a vessel to keep us safe and to hold our most precious things, it must have no distinction between its bait and its chutz It's inside and outside. Now, in this time of distancing and boundaries, we see more than ever that there really is no such thing as distance and boundaries. Perhaps you have seen it in your own homes this week as well. The outside still comes in, beautiful and challenging as that is, and the inside can still come out, beautiful and challenging as that is. There is more oneness in the world and its structures than we ever may have imagined. I wonder if this time might encourage us to look even deeper at what we build. Our society, yes. Our communities, yes. Our own homes and spaces and families, yes. But what might it feel like to use this time and this Torah to look at yourself as a vessel you build? To figure out how to create yourself so that your bite, your inside, matches your chutz, your outside. How can you make the goodness in your heart manifest? How can you let your fear and uncertainty show in a way that others can hold you? How can you make good on the values, the internal compass that guide you? And this week of all weeks, I hope you will try asking yourself, as I am doing, how, how, at a time when all I want is to cover, ca- cower inside and outside of everything with tar? to seal myself away in darkness from a storm I don't want to see, how might I try, despite it all, to begin to cover even the tiniest bit of self, of home, of community, of world, of all that we build in beauty and holiness and gold?
1: Adonai Tzuhuri the leave